0: Hello kids, this is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years. Every other Thursday we feature just one classic story from the vaults. We ask that you keep the historical context in mind. Today in 2021, there's a different consciousness. We've always asked storytellers to speak in as unfiltered a way as possible and yet to tell their stories with as much compassion as possible. Even so, I'm sure the storytellers and the host, might have worded some of what they said on these old episodes differently if they'd been recorded more recently. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that Byron Bowers first shared on the show in November of 2015. Here's Byron now, with a story we call, My Father's Son.
2: I wanna talk about the first day, the day, one of the days that changed my life. Like, we all got days that, you know, we remember, like she just told hers. Mine, one, one of my days, just one, is uh, the day I found out my dad smoked crack. Uh, it was like 94, it was 1994. The world still was hopeful then. Um, I was still short. I was very superstitious. I was uh, a Christian, fully into it. I ain't even curse during that time you know what i mean i would think it but i never see it <laughs> i just talk real slow you know
3: <laughs> it'll
2: be a blank like yeah man let's go to the stove you know what i mean <laughs> but i ain't say motherfucker you know it was during that time like i had visitation right i had the chance to go see my dad you know uh which i was very excited about because he lived in athens i was in atlanta georgia and I haven't seen him that much since he got out of a mental institution. So I talked to him, and it sounded like he was getting his life back together. So I was like, oh, shit, about to go see my dad. You know what I mean? This is going to be dope. You know, he was telling me he had this Thunderbird. He just got, like, a late 80s Thunderbird. I had a chance to get in a Thunderbird, and uh, it was a coupe, blue, you know, nice plush interior, had that real, like, smell like an old car, smell used, you know, Uh, like somebody just fucked into it and was like, we should sell it. And and then they gave him a deal on it because they was like, you ain't gonna be able to get them stains out right there. So he's just gonna knock a couple hundred dollars off. And then that was the car he took his son in, you know what I mean? Which I ain't mad about that. Uh, It was a happy day and we had stuff planned. For that day oh he playing stuff but not like the way a woman would plan out a day just full of shit but the way like a dude playing some stuff like yo we gonna get something to eat
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we're
2: gonna go see adam family values <laughs> and then you know maybe i find a chick that's gonna give me some buzzer, you know but you gotta whisper it that low because that's when all the good shit happens As an adult, you talking to a kid, you'd be like, yeah, man, I think I'm about to go do some cocaine." You know, when you do that shit, you whisper low, the better it is. You know, that means you was really waiting on it, you know? (laughs) And uh, then he took out $30. He gave me $30. And I never, to me, that's a lot of money to have cash. You know what I mean? To this day, I barely carry around $30. <laughs> but that's a lot of money to have as a kid, you know what I mean? He was like, look, this is your money. This is your money. We're gonna go to the movies, and we're gonna go get something to eat, and I'll cover that. And I was like, oh, shit, this guy's doing it. You know what I mean? He's turning his life around, you know what I mean? So we pulled up to my grandmother's house. Now, my grandmother's lived on the street, Rose Street, which is a beautiful name for elderly people to live at, and... <laughs> On this side is a church. It's an all-white church, you know what I mean? I remember this church. It's a flat church. Uh, My grandmother never went to this church. She went to a brown brick church up the street, which is weird to me because it has stairs, and she was older, you know what I mean? So logically, I'm like, why don't you go to the flat church? that's flat on the ground. You know, landscape versus spending all that time going on the stairs, which will hurt your knees, which will put you in more aches and pains, which will make you want to prayer more, which will make you go to church more. You know what I mean? You can cut your church time by
3: 15%. <laughs>
2: you just go to this flat church right here.
3: <laughs>
2: and then on Crossfire, you know, she had hedges, you know what I mean? Beautiful hedges that was well trimmed because my grandfather kept them trimmed. Black and white house that he built, you know, farmland, you know what I mean? It's a beautiful place. We got out the car, and when we got out the car, somebody called his name, like "Hey, Don!" And I looked up, and it was like this weird, like dude, like this real slim, sleepy, dingy-looking dude. You know what I mean? Just shuffling up the street, like old, like he was uh, older. Like all these people older than me, but it was, it was a shuffle. Like he still had the pimp step, but it wasn't right, like, all the way together. Like you know, he fell on hard times with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> He was like a a zombie. You know, he had like a zombie that was a fresh zombie, not like a zombie that's been a zombie for a long time. (laughs) But like, he just turned. Like, he only missed a couple of baths and he was just shuffling up the street. What up, Doc? What's going on, man? You know, he had that shady, like, look in his eye. My dad was like, nothing, man. I'm chilling with my son, man. Meet my son. And he was like, yeah, uh," like, basically, like, fuck all that. You know? (laughs)
3: Like,
2: what you doing? Like, run me up the street. He just said, run me up the street. My dad was like, nah, man, you know, I got to take my son to the movies. You know, we're going to go kick it, get something to eat. I man, I'm probably going to get some pussy later on, you know. <laughs> and he was like, man, you know, he whispering in his ear, like, yo, man. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which in my mind, something popped off. You know, when two adults talk, and like, and then he was like, all right, I'll run you up the street. He's like, son, get in the car, you know what I mean? Got in the car, boom, I got in the back seat. You know, never even made it to see my grandma's house, you know what I mean? Got in the back seat, went around a block, couple blocks, and I noticed we pulled up to these projects, and I don't know if y'all know what projects look like, or government housing and shit, but you would know if you ran up on them, because your instinct would be like, nigga, that's the projects, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care what race you are, that's what your gut feeling gonna tell you. That's what your chakra gonna say, like, nigga, this is the projects right here. Your third eye, you know what I mean? Now, I'm not a stranger to projects. I don't like projects. I'm not a stranger to them because I got family, various family members lived in projects in Athens. You know what I mean? You got Broad Acres, you got Uptown. These were Rock Springs uh, projects. I remember this Rock Springs because I had a young cousin die there when he was four from drowning in the, in the pool. And that's right, some of the projects in Georgia have swimming pools. Uh, it's not all that bad. But when you think about it, I think it was just a ploy to kill niggas anyway, cause <laughs> niggas don't really swim like that, you know what I mean? And if you drown it, ain't nobody gonna jump in and save you. Like, motherfuckers had curls in their head, And it's like, you know, it's five hours in a chair, you fucked up, You it's your fault you in the water. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just spend all this time getting my shit processed. Just for you, to, I ain't gonna fuck it up just for you. It's motherfucking uh. Friday, you know, I'm trying to go out and get some pussy later on. <laughs> Or whatever reason, they let them drown, you know what I mean? I remember these projects, but we didn't go into projects. We went into this house. It was like tan. The molding was like brown. I'll never forget that color. And we went inside the house, and there was an emptiness inside of the house. It was dark, but only like a little bit of sunlight came. Like the sunlight was like, nigga, don't go inside, too. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? So I remember it, was, it wasn't that dirty. It uh, was a clean table. And it's like they was preparing something, you know what I mean? Like food was being prepared, but it wasn't cornbread. It smelled like how aluminum foil tastes, you know what I mean? If you ever put aluminum foil in your mouth, like when you pretending like you're making like a grill. Like you can't afford a gold platinum grill, so you put aluminum foil in there and it got that taste to it, you know? That's the smell, like burning plastic, you know what I mean? and uh it was an auntie figure there and she was preparing things lady you know and she p- brought out she presented the rocks that looked like little rice krispie treats at the time that's i mean little rice pieces of rice krispies that's all i could think of because that's what i ate as a kid you know and uh she was like is he eating she didn't know who i was you know everywhere i go he's like hey this is my son he's like if he's joining us that's what she was because you know crackheads they don't give a fuck. Crackheads a smoke in front of kids. They won't smoke cigarettes in front of kids because that's a label saying don't smoke cigarettes in front of kids. There ain't no label on crack, you know what I mean? You do crack in front of everything, you know? But uh, he was like, nope, no, that's my son. Uh, he's not gonna smoke, he's just gonna sit here with us. And off instinct, I don't know what made me do this, I just looked outside, like, I gotta get the fuck out of here because I seen New Jack City before, I know it's about to go down. <laughs> And I looked, and outside was a screen door open, right here, and there was a basketball, just the sun, just the sun just shined on the basketball, just like Arthur's stone. Remember the sword Arthur had in the stone? There'd always be a light shining on the stone, and, and it would be like iron in stone, but this was like a basketball. It was rubber inside of rubble, you know what I mean? And I went out there, I was like, hey, can I play basketball? And he was like, oh yeah, 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 go do that. Like, I just had the brightest idea in the world, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gonna do, we gonna let them go outside and play basketball when we smoke these fucking rocks. I went outside, grabbed a basketball, boom. I'm at the court. I go to the projects in the court like, oh shit. Now you don't walk in nobody projects without a reason to go there. That's a violation. You can get your ass beat or you can get killed. You know what I mean? And I already knew somebody got murdered in these projects. So in my mind like, oh shit, I could be like number two, you know what I mean? Out of the family. But I started playing basketball and it started to set in like, oh shit, this is some fucked up shit. This is very eerie. And I'm out there for a long time facing the fact that uh, this is some fucked up shit going on. On top of the fact that I'm shooting air balls and missing layups, cause I wasn't good at basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just cut from, t- from trying out for some shit. So I felt like a double of failure. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. and uh. I was out there what seemed like eternity. It probably was like thirty minutes or a little bit more than that. And then my dad come outside, you know, all excited, like, "Oh, you playing basketball?" He grabbed the ball, dribble that shit, and shot a brick, bang! Which he didn't really give a fuck about that anyway. He was just like, "Hey, man, you got that twenty dollars? You got twenty dollars on you that I could get from you?" And I was like, just staring at him, like, someone inside was like, man, don't give this motherfucker twenty dollars." You know what I mean? But, you know, he gave it to me and I was like, I guess I'll give it to him, but that shit was deep in my pockets. Cause I ain't used to having money. You know what I mean? I mean, that shit was deep in my pocket and it was folded like that little last square of used toilet paper that you had. You know, when you shit, you'd be folding that shit in the mini micro, like whatever. That's how deep that shit was in my pocket. So I pulled it out, gave him the 20 and he was like, all right. You know what I mean? He's like, I'll be right back. He's like, we still going go to the movies. You know, all that shit. Parents be hyping you up for and shit. And then he left. And I remember saying to myself, if he come back and ask for that 10, don't give it to him. I had to prep talk myself that shit. If he come back and ask for that 10, don't give it to him. And he came back. And he was like, hey, man, uh, you still got that 10 on you? And I'm like, this motherfucker know I had the $10 on me. What the fuck wrong with crackheads? You know what I mean? But I didn't know he was a crackhead at the time. I just knew he was high as shit. You know what I mean? I was like, nah, man. I ain't got it. You know, I "I ain't got it. You know, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And uh, he's just like, damn, all right. All right, you want to be like that there? All right, he's like, I'll be back. And he went in the house and I was like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, damn, man, we got a problem. We got a problem right now. You know, but I was like thinking positive still. Like, man, maybe we can go to the movies now. You know, ain't no more paper left. We're going to go to the movies. I just sped this thing up. But then I saw the tail lights from the thunderbird drive off and I was like, "Oh shit." Oh shit. That's when my loneliness kicked in, abandonment. And I had to deal I faced some shit then cuz I was like, "Maybe, you know, maybe he going to stop and be like, "Yo, come on man, got the car warmed up. Let's get the fuck out of here and go to the movies." But no, I saw them tail lights disappear around the corner and I was like, "Damn. This nigga just left me in the projects." In the project with my cousin died, I don't know nobody in this motherfucker I don't know where to run if some shit pop off I don't know where to go I ain't even from here And then like the loneliness kicked in Right I remember thinking like Damn Now everything else kicked in Like fuck It was a time Previous to this That my mom (laughs) had to leave me Because the state said She wasn't fit to be a good mother So she was gone Boom And then I had to deal with the fact That he just left Boom and then like this voice, just this like, old voice that was in my head was just like, it's up to you now, you know what I mean? Like Your mom ain't gonna make it, your dad ain't gonna make it. It's up to you, whatever you gotta do to get out of this situation, you gotta do it. But don't do any crime unless nothing else work out. <laughs> That's what I told myself, unless nothing else, if all else fails, then you can go to killing and doing crime. <laughs> and then the military after crime don't work. <laughs> but all this time shooting ball, boom, and I'm thinking this shit, boom, and the ball felt heavy, then the motherfucker, life just kicked in. You know what I mean? I had to deal with the fact that you know, he was in a mental home. I had to deal with the shit with my mom, and I think my great-grandmother just died, so it was just a bunch of shit, boom. As a teenager, you know, that you got to go through, or some people don't, apparently don't go through, but that shit hit me at once, I'm like, damn, I wonder if all my other friends are going through this shit right now, which they wasn't, you know what I mean, they was middle class, you know, (laughs) so, uh, he came back, picked me up, you know, apologized, like, we might not be able to go to the movies today, and then we went to my grandmother's house, and I saw my grandmother, and they was like, hey, how was everything? How was the dinner? How was the movie? And I was like, we ain't make it. I just went to Rock Springs and shot basketball. And grandma was like, what the hell are you doing in Rock Springs? Ain't nothing good in Rock Springs. And then like she shot my dad a glance, and I couldn't even focus on that shit. I just stayed quiet and kept everything inside, because I was just wondering what the fuck I was going to tell my mama, you know what I mean? Cause she was the My mom was like a brute You know like My dad is the sensitive Like lovey dovey guy But I was I live with my mom who is like The king of the shit You know she ain't gonna fuck So I was like Damn what I'm gonna tell my mama So my mom don't get in my ass For even trying to hang with my dad And uh That pretty much ended You know what I mean That night But my life changed Since then And I remember Like my dad went on to do drugs Ten years after that that twenty dollars was the only thing I gave him. I never gave him no other money ten years or since then. You know what I mean? I recently bought him a card for Father's Day, but that was about it. I held my own, you know. I stayed to that. You know what I mean? So, fast forward. I Think four years later, right? I'm in the game. I'm, gonna say I'm in the crack game myself. You know what I mean? I'm in college, partial basketball scholarship to this private school. And we hustling because by this time, life ain't fair. You know what I mean? I'm in college with no books. I don't know what the fuck going on. I'm just dropped off. I just got dropped off at this school because I was educated enough to go to this college. So I'm in college. People are getting money from scholarships and shit like that, but I'm just there. And an opportunity presented itself to make a little money, you know what I mean? Some good Wolf of Wall Street money, you know? So I took it, man, and I liked it because it I, I, I remember looking at this crack and saying, like, I wonder how powerful you are. I saw what you've done to members of my family, but you will never get me. I was wrong because if you sell it, you get addicted to it, too. Because a lot come with drugs, you know what I mean, as a seller. You get money, you get power, you get pussy, you get power over people. Like I could make a dude run in the store and grab some shit and just be like, give me all that shit, and he'll do it. And risk going to jail all cause he wanna get hot. And I was like, this shit crazy. Um, <laughs> and it's good, it's good to have power when you was a bullied nerd. You know what I mean? When you get that type of power, you be like, yeah, I can make motherfuckers pay now, you know what I mean? So I get a call one day, cause this lady wants, this this, this client that we know wants to buy some rocks, but she ain't got no money. So my homeboy was like, just take her, get your dicks up, you know what I mean? Uh give a give her a rock. So this is how it all ties in. She drive, I had to sneak out because it's a private college and they watch everything you do, right? So I go outside, get in the car. We go to this behind this grocery store, right? And like she's serving me, you know what I mean? She's sucking my dick and she's like, uh, yeah, um, I'm really like bisexual. So next time maybe I can get my girlfriend and I to fuck you instead because I don't really like sucking dick. I don't even suck my husband dick.
3: <laughs> and." It,
2: <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, nah, I want them $20. Maybe you could ask your kid for that $20. Just like my dad asked me for the 20, you know what I mean? Because it's all payback by this time to me. And um, and it was bad for her, because I couldn't come. You know what I mean? I was taking a long time. I couldn't, because I was emotional. I was trying not to cry the whole time, because 50 feet from us, it's a park, right? And it's a basketball court at this park. And at this park, it's a kid and his dad playing basketball and they bonding. And I'm trying not to cry and holding these tears while I get my dick sucked at the same time. Cause I'm thinking, I'm looking at a life that I could have had. And as a result of me not having that life, I ended up here in some bullshit ass American car getting my dick sucked. And it, it was tough, it was tough for both of us. Me and the lesbian that was sucking my dick.
3: <laughs>
2: and I felt more sorry for her, you know what I mean? Cause her addiction, brought her to this point, you know what I mean? My decision wasn't that bad, you know, uh, but we both made it through. We both made
3: it through, I came.
2: And she got her rock, you know what I mean? I hope it was worth it. And
0: that's it.